Mikey, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. You had an amazing win back on October 4th against Martin Stanley. You won via first-round guillotine. You actually put him to sleep, man. That was an awesome fight. Congratulations. Oh, man, yeah. It was a pretty awesome win. Yeah, I was, I was real happy with the results, needless to say. Sure. One thing I noticed about you in the cage, especially during that fight, is you're extremely calm in the cage. When you're looking across at your opponent, the announcer's kind of going through the names. What is going through your mind when you're just like got that death stare going on towards your opponent? <laughs> you know, that was something that I really worked on in this fight. I wanted to come in really calm and not go out there just, you know, guns blazing this time. So when I came in and Martin was kind of giving me the stare down, looking like he was going to come in hot on me, I just was like, you know, what, I'm just going to stand here calm and just, you know, kind of weather that storm when it comes in, if it comes in that way. Yeah, and uh, I felt like I did a pretty good job on that when I, you know, when I was recalling the video later and and just stood there nice and calm. I, I, that's what I wanted. So when I, you know, when we we went for it and I just was working the game that I wanted to, it worked for me. You know, that was yeah. that's exactly what I wanted to do. I I went out there and worked the Muay Thai strategy that I was going for that I trained hard for, and you know, I wasn't planning on it hitting the ground like it did, but up until that point. That's what I wanted, and it was realistically that that calm mindset is what got it there. If I'd been all amped up and, and not really ready for that, I, I think it would have gone a different direction. You know, I probably would have gone in and started swinging and not really thinking about what I was doing. So Sure, yeah. Do you have any backstage rituals to help you kind of get in that calm mindset? No, you know, this time more than anything, I think I really relied more on, like, that military discipline that was instilled. Sure. And that really goes back to like Marine Corps uh, boot camp where that's really put into you because they drill that into you. I mean, you stand there, you know, position of attention for a long time with drill instructors screaming in your face and uh, putting you through a lot of stress. And I think that has really helped me a lot in training in mixed martial arts um, is to kind of rely on that under pressure, just kind of, you know, stay relaxed and do my thing. And yeah. especially, like I say, in this fight, I really wanted to hone in on that because before in my previous fights is what I'm referring to, I felt like I started, I was pressure fighting pretty hard and rushing in faster. And this time I wanted to slow the pace and kind of work my game more. So I, I really went through that in my head this time and said, okay, this time, I'm going to go and calm, especially when I get into the cage. Right before the fight, I'm just going to stand there and be calm. Well, it worked out great for you, obviously. I know that tapology isn't correct because it's showing your record as 0-1, but what is your actual MMA record? I'm 3-1 now. 3-1, okay, okay, awesome. Yeah. How did you get into MMA? What made you decide to start you know, competing and get in there and lock that cage door behind you? Again, actually, it was the Marine Corps, and Marine Corps Chow Hall was the first time I'd really been exposed to it. They would play that in the Chow Hall, and that's when I started to watch. And I didn't really know a lot about it at all. I was pretty new to the concept. When I got out, that's when I started to explore it. And back then, there was 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, and R.W. Pigal used to own that. And I stepped in there one day, and I started out as just a jiu-jitsu guy. And I was on and off for a little bit, and eventually... 10th planet turned into you know like a warrior camp it kind of got uh, taken over by warrior camp rather when okay. Jake uh, Joel Thomas owned it and you know I took some time off started again this year and that's when I went full force into fighting you know before then it was more of a casual thing and as soon as I came back this year it was like game on let's do this <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely this is always an interesting question but what did your parents think when you're like dude I want to go fight for a living <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were surprised 
answer. Honestly, I've done a lot of crazy things over the last few years. I've I got to I got to get my kicks doing wild stuff. Yeah. So you know, going out and fighting. You know, I, anybody that's known me for a long period of time, they're like. All right, whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you're on your next adventure. Go for right. it. Yeah. So is the yeah. goal to go pro as a fighter? And if so, is there a goal date in mind for you? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a matter of time for me. And I would like to go as soon as I can, but as logically as possible. Sure. You know, because once you make that jump, there's you know, there's no going back. And I'm not really trying to box myself in on a time frame anymore there was a time frame where i wanted to go like early next year but more or less i'm waiting for the coaches that i work with the most to say you know pull the trigger right and pablo and i every once in a while have a conversation and i'm looking at the progression i have during my fights you know every fight i look at you know what i messed up with last time or not even necessarily mess up with but what can i work on in the next fight did i did I do better? Did I work on and fix what I wanted to in the previous fight? And then I find new things. And that's going to help me go pro eventually. That's what I care about in the long run. The, the time frame itself, who knows? You know, right yeah. now it's all about just putting in that work. That's what's important to me. So we'll see, you know. I'll yeah. get there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you train at Warrior Camp. You have people like Josh Reddinghouse and you got Daniel Swain, you got Pablo Alfonso, tons of warriors out of there. You know, how much confidence that give you getting into the cage coming from warrior camp there? Oh, a ton, a ton. You know, I get, to, I'm really quite blessed to work with the guys that I do. You know, I mean, working with these high level guys, you get a ton of skill just kind of rubbing off on you all the time. Uh, you know, jujitsu with black belts, world champion fighters, you know, just, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, every day I'm picking up new tools that I get to use in the cage. You know, Pablo is, you know, I, I just can't stress enough how lucky I am to be able to work with him. The pro MMA class, we just get all these awesome skills that, you know, every time I go in the cage, I use use a few of them at least. Sure. I mean, it's awesome. I just, I just couldn't ask for a better team to work with. So awesome. I love Warrior Camp. I absolutely love it. Sweet. Uh, always a fun question to ask here, but... Who is an opponent, or maybe it's just a training partner that's hit you the hardest, or like, dang, that guy just rocked me, or maybe it was a girl, I don't know. Like in the cage, or like in training in general? Or... Either. Yeah, either way, man. Oh, man, I've had a few. Uh, <laughs> CJ Phillips, the you know one of the local Muay Thai guys, he's crushed me a few times pretty hard. Pablo, <laughs> Pablo's rocked me a few hard, few times pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, man, I've had a few. It's, it's usually pros that I'm messing around with that sure. have smashed on me hard and it's good i actually appreciate that when you're yeah. when you're training with guys and they're going hard on you you know it just preps you when you get yeah. into the cage and you're starting to take shots and it's like okay well you know i've gone through this you know right. i've weathered the storm and training like i'm ready for i'm ready for something new so yeah awesome and i wanted to transition to some fun questions here uh, what's a favorite gun for you to shoot? My favorite civilian gun is my LWRC ICA-5. It's a 5.56. Okay. Uh, it's an awesome gun. I mean, it's just like, it's a high-end 5.56. Yeah. You know, back when I was uh, in the military, shoot, there was a bunch of them I really loved, but the saw was pretty awesome. Okay. Now, I think you have a good-looking dog there. What, what's your dog's name? Hank. Hank. Okay. Yeah, he's a Mastiff and a Staffordshire Bull Terrier mix. Okay. 
So okay. yeah, he's a big boy. He's about ninety pounds now. He's a, he's gonna be three in December. Wow. Yeah, he's my best bud. <laughs> okay. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Do you have a, a favorite fighter that you follow? Shoot, not so much anymore. Back in the day, like GSP and Anderson Silva, back when they were big and still, you know, like the headliners, those were my favorite. I mean, I was so disappointed when Anderson Silva lost to Chris Weidman. Right. And, you know, no disrespect to Chris Weidman, but sure. when, you know, Anderson broke his leg, you know, to a checked kick, that was just, you know, it was like, no way. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't right. really be lost to that, you know. So those two are big for me. And then Frankie Edgar, you know, he's still around nowadays, but there was some some old school fights with him that I just thought, man, that, that guy is just tough as nails. And I've always yeah. appreciated him for that. So. Yeah, recently I don't follow UFC like I used to, but yeah, those names still to me are like, you know, supreme. <laughs> right, absolutely. Uh, this is a question I ask all my guests because I'm a music guy. What, what's your favorite band or do you have a favorite type of music that you listen to? I kind of roll with a little bit of rap nowadays and some okay. hard rock. Uh, one of my all-time favorite bands is Nirvana. Nice. Um, yeah, it's definitely like one of those classics that I'll probably never quit listening to. Sure. And then um, for like a rap artist, right now I'm rocking a lot of Kendrick Lamar. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely into that. Sweet, man. Well, why don't you give an opportunity, too, to give a shout-out to coaches, teammates, sponsors, anything like that. The camera's all yours, man. All right, man. Yeah, no, I want to say like a big shout-out to everyone at Warrior Camp. Rose, uh, Rose, you have helped me out so much. Like, I appreciate everything you do. Pablo, uh, Evian. You guys are all great, and I want to shout out to everyone at the dungeon, Paco. I think what you're doing for the community is awesome, and uh, thank you, Eric. I, you know, it's it's awesome that I'd be on the show. So, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, dude. I love love being able to talk with you guys. You guys are the warriors, man. I just I sit on this side of the cage, so you guys are out there doing everything, man. So I appreciate what you guys do. But uh, it's an honor to talk to you today, Mikey, man. I'm excited to see you back in the cage. Continue to see your your career go and, and uh hopefully we'll see you grow go pro whenever you're ready and i think you're gonna do awesome man so thank you for being a warrior man i appreciate it uh, thank you man guys, thank you so much for hanging around really appreciate it if you'd like to see more videos from top rating mma and the bearded biz show please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel become part of the top rating mma and bearded biz community we would really appreciate your support also please leave a comment below i will read and respond to all of them thank you so much have an awesome day